Hey. Hello. Welcome back to episode 6 of the US Conspiracy Time Capsule, aka USCTC. We are the hostess, I'm Cosmo. And I'm Wanda. You may have seen the descriptions for today's episode, but if not, we are going to discuss and talk about the conspiracy regarding 9-11. Isn't that right, Cosmo? Yes, that's right, Wanda. There are many different aspects regarding this team. However, through this podcast, we will mainly discuss the conspiracy theory whether the US government knew or played a part in the September attack, possible with some ulterior motives. And later in the show, we will have some guests. Uh, one of the guests will elaborate on why the US government knew and perhaps caused the 9-11 attack, while the other guest will try to demolish these arguments based on government facts. They both hold two entirely different point of views, and it is going to be a blast figuring out what is true and what is not. Yes, that's very exciting indeed. Can we know that the information we are given really is truthful? But before we dive into the conspiracy theory, I think we should introduce you guys to the official narrative, which is the most widely accepted cause of the 9-11 attacks. Perhaps you, Cosmo, would like to elucidate? Of course, Wanda. It all happened the 11th of September 2001. A total of 2,997 persons lost their lives due to an attack led by the terror group Al-Qaeda. They hijacked four passenger planes where 19 of the passengers had successfully smuggled box cutters through the safety control. Threatening the travelers with box cutters, they gained control over the planes. Two of the aircrafts were on purpose flown into the twin towers of the World Trade Centers while the others crashed in the Pentagon and the Pennsylvania field. This attack was accurately planned for five years. And shortly after the attacks, conspiracies started to flow around on the internet. Everything from the Bush administration knowing about the attacks, to aliens controlling the planes. Persons that didn't believe Al-Qaeda was behind, instead they believed that the US government stood behind the attack. You may think this is absurd. Why doesn't they have confidence in our system? Here to tell their side of the story and answer some questions, we invited a truther called Nina Johnson, who will engage your listeners on the conspiracy theory regarding the government's place in the attack September 11th, 2001. Hello! Yeah, thanks for the introduction, Cosmo! I would just like to say that I'm 44 years old and work as a lawyer. I am here today to represent the views of the government's place in the 9-11 attacks, which is later known as a huge conspiracy theory. And I'm here to enlighten you that this is not a theory, but this is the truth. You are very much welcome. The pleasure is on our side. Maybe you can start by clarifying to our listeners, what is a truther? Yes, so... Basically, they are people who believe in conspiracy theories. We believe that the real truth about 9-11 is being concealed and hidden from the public. Yeah, and as you may have seen, you are not the only guest here today. We also have with us the Katrin von Brandt. Perhaps you would like to introduce yourself. 
Yes, thank you. You can just call me Catherine. I'm 53 years old and I work as a government historian. I will just state now that I do not believe in this conspiracy theory. This is based not on my personal beliefs, but through my work as a historian, where I have found valid evidence against these imposterous views towards the government of the US. The reason we invited both of you guys was because we know both of you are very engaged and have quite the different perspective. We would like to solve the truth and perhaps speculate if what we know really is the whole truth. So, to kick off the USCTC episode 6, we ask you, Nina, on what basis do you form the foundation of the conspiracy theory? I actually have evidence that the government knew about the attacks. At 5pm the day of the attack, BBC reporter Jane Stanley held a live streaming on the BBC News, where she explained that Tower 7 had collapsed. But in the background, we could clearly see that Tower 7 was perfectly fine. Isn't it weird then, just 20 minutes later after the report, that Tower 7 fell? If you ask me, this could not have been a coincidence. I believe it is very obvious that someone had to know it. People with power. And who has a lot of power? That's right, the government, the Bush administration. Can I just add quick? I would just like to say this from a US historian perspective. It is absurd to even think that the Bush administration would sacrifice almost 3,000 civilians alongside military personnel. And for what purpose? To continue from earlier and give you your answer, Katrin, how could they know so rapidly after the attacks that Al-Qaeda was to blame. During the Afghan-Soviet war, the American CIA had been an ally, ally with Osama bin Laden. Therefore, it is very plausible they had a connection. And the government knew about it or ordered Osama bin Laden to attack. America would then have an excuse for the invasion of the Middle East. Firstly, if we take a look at Osama bin Laden, the leader of Al-Qaeda, he and his group had the motives of the attack. To give you Osama's point of view first, prior to the attack, bin Laden was convinced that America had become weak because the US was stepping down the forces in the Middle East. When bin Laden stated that the US was weak before his death, he referred to what happened to the United States in Beirut when the bombing of the Marines base led them to flee from Lebanon. This incident led to the destruction of the marine barracks there in 1983. Laden intentionally spread this view of showing how fragile the US now could become and how they could take advantage of that. Now, for his group, which was created by the purpose that Al-Qaeda and other extremist groups were avenging what they considered decades of mistreatment of Arab nations at the hands of the West and taking that anger out on the US. Bin Laden also made reference to the Sykes-Picot Treaty of 1916, a secret negotiation during World War I that carved up the Ottoman Empire and created new Arab states in the Middle East. Its intention, apparently, is to deny these states self-rule and keep them under British and French control or influence. And when the Soviets invaded Afghanistan in December 1979, the anger in this terrorist group sparked they even declared jihad, which means holy war, and is quite sacred among the extreme Islamic 
towards the Soviets, whom they considered infidels. And I'm not just picking a random terrorist group that have the motives against the US. We actually know for a fact that it was Al-Qaeda that stood behind the terror attacks. They even identified themselves. In making of their plans, Osama bin Laden is considered the creator of the attacks, though Khalid Sheikh Mohammed was the operational planner. Mohammed came up with the tactical innovation of using hijacked planes to attack the United States and Al-Qaeda provided the personnel, money and logistical support to execute the operation. Later on, there have, there, it has been possible to trace these assets back to Mohammed and Osama. Therefore, we know for a fact that Sheikh Mohammed and Osama, the leader, were connected to the attacks 11th of September. In addition to the assets, even their upbringing contains red flags and several active years in terrorist groups. Secondly, there is no evidence connected to the US government stood behind this, and may I ask what their specific motives were? First of all, as I stated earlier, the main reason was to have an excuse for the invasion. Therefore, nobody would question their actions. The government had also for a very, very long time been trolling over their oil. The result after 9-11 resulted in America gaining exclusive contracts to their advantage. Oh, okay. So if the American government was behind everything, how did they execute it? They used termite. And when I say they, I mean the Bush administration. According to a man called Ben, who worked on the 47th floor in one of the Twin Towers, they had started to train just weeks before the accident on how to evacuate safely out of the buildings. Several times this happened. So, if you're going to place explosives in a building, isn't it logical that you don't want witnesses? What better way than doing it while the workers have been evacuated. Then they could place the bombs and missiles, missiles in peace without other people questioning it. <laughs> this is New York City. People are everywhere. Therefore, witnesses are to be expected. Some even say they were firefighter witnesses who apparently heard a bombing noise, but none other than them and some civilians, I presume. And can you really be sure that it was not just the sound of impact? Because if it were bombing, the casualties would have been a lot higher. If they used termite in the air, the ground would be extremely poisonous. More would have died, a minimum of 10,000, 20,000. This can be supported by scientific research. It is the inhalation that causes termite to be extremely dangerous. You will also need a humongous amount of termite to take down the buildings. Even half a kilo termite can't burn through an Xbox. Just imagine the amount you, they would need. And if Osama bin Laden really got the assets and made these bombs, there is no way he would be able to place them in the towers. And now you may say this is where the inside job comes in. But no, if you heard anything I mentioned earlier, the whole purpose of Al-Qaeda is to revenge the mistreat against the Arab by the West and by the US in particular. You said that Al-Qaeda would never work with the US, but according to my sources, they did it during the Afghan-Soviet war, 
So that thesis is wrong. And that makes me question if all your other key points are wrong or not. Because I know for a fact that subsequently there were plenty, there were actually plenty of witnesses such as workers and firefighters that stated that they heard bomb sounds during the attacks. Keep in mind, these are real people, real witnesses who are still alive and can testimony today. Also, the Bush administration, the Bush administration had received plenty of warnings from the CIA and countries such as England and France, but they chose to ignore the warnings. I would also like to announce that approximately 40% of Americans believe in some sort of a conspiracy theory regarding the 9-11. This is a wildly believed conspiracy theory, so perhaps it is not a conspiracy after all. Sorry guys, but we have to cut you here. Uh, our time is running out. But thank you so much Nina and Catherine from, for coming to studio today to discuss the interesting and thought-provoking theme. We understand that this is a difficult subject to discuss for many and it has affected many lives. Therefore, we are grateful to you for talking about it and respectfully discuss the problems and lack of evidence surrounding it. Even though it has been a feisty discussion with a lot of aspects that made me at least reconsider my knowledge about 9-11, I do believe you to do the same wonder. Obviously, I do too. Now, one last thank you to Nina and Catherine before they leave studio. I hope it was worth your time to be here today. We, st we will still stay in touch, so if we ever need some experts about the 9-11 attacks, we have someone to ask. Thank you and bye now. Goodbye. Well, after this discussion, Wanda, what are your thoughts? Well, I feel like there's a lot of evidence held back and a lot of aspects we will never know. I think making one solid judgment upon this won't do it any right. It has caused a nation to almost split in half. One side is obsessed with the what-ifs, while the other seems to turn their back to anything that's not bullet bulletproof. Yeah, I definitely feel the same. There is no black and white here. The evidence and the conspiracy sometimes flood into each other. An example here is the motives of the Bush administration. Apparently, they turned their back and ignored the threat coming to them and could have changed the happening of the attacks. Other things, this is because there has never been an attack on the US to this degree before. Why should they believe it? Yes, you're onto something there. As long-standing humans, will we ever know? And what good will it do us to actually know? In philosophy, it is often spoken about good and evil, two different sides of one story. People often connect this to the truth as well, where the one side believe the truth to be good. But maybe, and I'm saying just maybe, is it good that we don't know the truth? Exactly. 
It is possible that the government knew and it is possible that they didn't, but personally, I wonder if good is evil. I'm not trying to make some weird almighty cliche last comment, but I really do wonder if this might be about power and that the US wanted to demonstrate their power in a power game. I might be far away, but you can't say you haven't thought about it, Wanda. I was actually thinking of something similar, but I decided not to. After listening to Catherine, I learned about Al-Qaeda's perspective and I don't believe them to be working with the US. Yeah, I don't believe they worked with the US either, but maybe they were the cover-up story. Or maybe there was an unknown motive that caused all of this to happen. Thank you all for this time, listeners, or as we like to refer to you, the CTC supporters. We hope you might have made up your mind about the attacks September 11th, 2001. We will be back again next Tuesday to discuss the conspiracy theory on whether or not Paul McCartney is dead. I can't wait. I guess this is all for now. Thanks for the time and we'll be back soon.